Meantime, Belgium beat Panama 3-0. Earlier, South Korea went down to Sweden 1-0. That's the latest news in sport. I'm Tracy Weir. Welcome back to Faith FM's Breakfast Show. You're here with Mon and Taryn. And Taryn, you know, I know that we spoke Mm. earlier about, you know, whether or not sport really is, you know, is is it worth our time? You know, because we get so obsessed, we get so caught up with it. It takes up so much of our time, our money, Mm. our effort. You know, and we, we were wondering about that. You know, we invited people to call us up and chat to us about it. I think one good thing that I like about sport, mm. um, you know, is how it draws countries together. Yeah. In a common interest, yeah. in, a, in a peaceful and happy yeah. environment. And just hearing like on the news there, you know, about yeah. Tunisia. And I'm like, what? Tunisia is mm. in the World Cup? Like, it's so, I think it's so yeah. cool. And just looking at the grid and looking at all the different um, teams that are playing. I like that our world can still come together about mm. something. That's it. And we saw that happen all the time through like the world wars as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when everyone was fighting, there was like some days where they were just like, I think it was like a Christmas day or something. Yes, I know exactly yeah, what you're talking about. I forget the battle and everything that was yeah. going on, but like they paused war and they just yeah. put up peace signs and we're like okay guys let's just come together they ate together um the two countries didn't know how to speak to each other because they couldn't understand each other mm-hmm. but you know they still like they i think they played a game of soccer or something. soccer or cricket or something cricket yeah, or something just, like that they put down their guns and picked yeah. up you know soccer ball or a cricket bat yeah, or something just whatever they had and yeah you know just got along for the day because mm-hmm. ultimately it wasn't those individuals fighting each other it was their countries yeah, fighting exactly, each other exactly. and i think that we forget you know that sometimes like you know humans are humans mm-hmm. you know even though you're technically at war with their country like you can still be friends with the people absolutely 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 yeah. agree i think it's so sad that oftentimes war is just a small handful of people sitting in some big dishy parliamentary yeah. house making these horrible decisions that the rest of the country then has to suffer exactly for the rest of their lives and exactly. often for generations and generation, people have generation. to die over the decisions mm. that are made up yeah top by some yeah, random leaders absolutely but yeah, i do i do like sport for that reason yeah. and um and it's interesting that story that you're mentioning did you know that after you know after they called like the christmas truce off yeah and they had to like go back to war and pick mm. up their guns they 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 felt i can't shoot i can't yeah. fire a bomb to the other side now because they're my they're friends. friends and so they actually had to send like a runner over and be like um we just wanted to let you know that we're about to um you know fire a bomb in this direction so just make sure oh, and that's they, so they were letting it, i know they were, and, then the, and then the other team would come back and be like yeah just uh thanks for letting us know ps we're also going to have to <laughs> send one over in this direction oh. and so in the end um uh, when you know when the commanding officers um heard about what had happened and, and how it was now rolling yeah. they had to disband and send these particular troops. They had to send in new troops, didn't yeah, they? New yeah, new troops. They had sent the old ones away and sent in new ones that didn't know each yeah. other and then could continue war as per war does. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Sometimes I wonder if women around the world would, not, would ever have ever had a war. I think it would be so different. <laughs> I heard this thing. It was so funny. It was like, if women ran the world, no, none of the world leaders would be talking to each other because they just give each other silent treatment all the time. <laughs> well, better that than war because, you know, what? I, I think yeah. if women ran the world and the, the, the number one reason there'd be no war is because women have that nurturing instinct over their children. That's right. And they would think, hang on, my son who I yeah. gave birth to has to go into this battle and exactly. be shot at and potentially killed. Yeah. It never happened. Yeah. Well, they I mean, might get a bit catty with each other yeah. in their words, but yeah. when it came down, like when push came to shove, like I don't think that they, like I feel like women just, 
analyze the consequences of their their actions a little bit more than yeah. the men there do. There might be some disparaging remarks about your shoes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but Any- when it came to their kids, they wouldn't have it. Anyway, we're a bit off track. But actually, uh, in the news just in that we just heard... Um, it, once again, continuing something we spoke about earlier. Yeah. Earthquake in Victoria. That's what? it. What? That's insane. We were just talking about the earthquakes that just happened in the last few days in Japan and in Guatemala. And here we have one uh, happened um, 5.3 magnitude. Oh, no, hang on. Sorry. That's 3 point three, something. Yeah. 3.5 yeah. so other way around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. Um, and that's happened, I think, like three, was it three? 3.30 three this morning yeah, or something. Now. Yeah. But I'm guessing um, everyone's fine. Cause uh, it, yeah, I'm sure everyone's I'm sure through it was that one. Out in the middle of nowhere. But that's crazy that we've had some in Australia. Like, we rarely yeah. get stuff in Australia. Rarely. I mean, occasionally we have a big corker, but. Yeah. And we do have like itty bitty ones that don't really yeah. hit the news that much. Yeah. But yeah. Um, did you know that Lyle and I actually have a really weird goal of experiencing an earthquake? Dude, I do too. Yeah. How weird is that? Like, I just want just a little one to feel it. Just a yeah. little one. Yeah. See what it's like. Yeah. And yeah. every time Lyle and I go to New Zealand, we're like, all right, New Zealand, let's get this together. <laughs> Never happens. Wow. One time I was in New York City yeah. and I was leaving New York City by car, road tripping across the country and we left and we're couple hours out of new york yeah and we stopped off at a petrol station to fuel up and then you had the the um, yeah, the, the tvs at earthquake had just taken place no in new york city way. i was literally there like two hours ago i was wow. so furious anyway well we last s- year all my friends who were at summer camp right mm-hmm. at yarra Hapney, they went through like four point something earthquakes like there was so many earthquakes that were just like really? trembling like yeah the earth tremors all the time and then like some decent sized earthquakes that they actually had to be like oh maybe we need to put into place the earthquake evacuation plan yeah so they got one set up and ready and everything but then like just as it like it had not quite sure if it just reached a four or if it just reached a five uh-huh. whatever happened um they didn't quite need to use it. It didn't mm-hmm. quite get bad mm-hmm. enough, but it was still like they said that you could feel the earth shaking and you could hear it because apparently with earthquakes, you hear them oh. and it's like a big truck rumbling past. Oh. Yeah. And you hear it before you even feel it. So yeah, it was crazy apparently. And they had to look after all of these kids Aww. in the middle of these earthquakes. Aww. Poor things. Hey, if you've ever experienced an earthquake, give us a call and tell us all about it. 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843 is our number. Something else you can call us about is our quiz. That's it. I think we are ready for a new clue. We are so ready for the easiest clue ever. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, this is a very easy clue. Okay, you ready for it, Mon? So ready for this. Who am I? Jacob is my father. Oh, la, la. Well, I mean, you do have some options there. but You do. Yeah. There's 12 of them, to be yeah. precise. But, <laughs> you know. Considering the other clues that we've given beforehand, it should yeah. be whittling it down. And, I mean, if this one doesn't give it away, the next one is bound to give it away. <laughs> <laughs> if you know the answer, give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM. Text us 0491-064-669. Shell is standing by to take your call. Taryn, let us dive into our encounter with God. Yes. We have been learning about Babylon and Armageddon. Both are a little bit scary sounding. Yes. But we've discovered, you know, just a quick recap, Babylon was an ancient city, a horrible ancient city. I mean, it was very opulent and grand Mm. but it did a lot of persecution a lot of um uh you know um hunting down and and hurting the followers of god and and it forced a lot of false worship false doctrine and uh and using that ancient city we have the imagery of it that we 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 refer to today to help people understand Mm. what is going to happen in the future and uh and babylon 
was being referred to as a woman. Yes. You know, you know, you know how people refer to boats as women, as cars yeah. as women, and you know, yeah. cities, you know, they refer to them as, as women as well. So in the Bible, uh, we have the ongoing uh, pattern that a nation is is represented by uh, a beast and a church by a woman. And and, uh, and here we have Babylon uh, being spoken about as being like a harlot and a bit of a saucy minx. And, yes, uh, in contrast to the pure woman of God. Very much in contrast to the pure woman of God. So we have this um, bit of a horrible woman, to be honest, and she has uh, a cup with the wine of her wrath, mm. um, which was interesting imagery and interesting symbolism, which we discovered yesterday was a reference to false doctrine, false teaching, corrupt practices, as well as the end result that come from um, practicing these. So, uh-huh. yes. yeah, and, and what was false doctrine? It was the opposite of, of true, of true doctrine. doctrine, which is false worship, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so if you look at any biblical truth, um, you'll find that the devil has created yeah. a counterfeit. And we talked about baptism yesterday. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That was an example. Baptism as yeah. a doctrine, um, you know, what the Bible says about that. And if you just take a, a second and just think about all the different styles yeah. of baptism that you have in the world today, you know, every religion seems to do it their own way. Yeah. And uh, and it's like, well, hang on, this is also confusing. What does the Bible actually say about baptism? Mm. And this is the kind of thing you mean, we mean. And if you look at any other doctrine, you'll find the exact same thing has happened. The devil is working overtime yeah. to create these false doctrines, yeah. these counterfeits, these confu- this utter confusion, um, which is all, all what Babylon is about. So we are going to have a look um, – a little bit further today, we are going to look at what, um, because we have the angels, we, we read several times yesterday, we have several angels, and they're all saying Babylon is fallen, Babylon yeah. is fallen, and we were like, does that mean it's fallen over? It yeah. Down the stairs, <laughs> it just scrape its knee, fall out of a trip. tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, what does that mean? Yeah, we're going to take a look at that because, you know, it is a bit more of a, a, a serious falling, you know, often when a nation falls or a city falls, it's, yeah. it's quite a cataclysmic event. Uh-huh. Um, so, you know, however corrupt and far-reaching the influence of Babylon has been in the world, the book of Revelation does teach that one day it will all end. So we're going to turn to Revelation 18 verses 1 to 10. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. I see you've already turned to Revelation. I have. So on the ball right now. If you are driving, let us turn for you in our Bibles. But if you're at home or maybe you're at work and you're just still having your morning cup of herbal mint tea, uh, then, you know, Check out your Bible. If you don't have a like a literal one in front of you, you know what? You can crack out your phone, and yeah. there's so many online Bibles. You don't even you can download a Bible app, but you can also just Google it. So join us, Revelation chapter 18 and verses one to ten. We're going to have a look at these verses and discover what they tell tell us about Babylon the Great. Okay, this is a solid passage, but I'm going to give it a crack. You ready, Mon? Take it away. I'm just going to. Just going to read it to you. Ballpark it. Okay. So, after these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority. And the earth was illuminated with his glory. And he called mightily with a loud voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, and a cage for every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her and the merchants of the earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. 
And I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins, and lest you receive of her plagues, for her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Render to her just as she rendered to you, and repay her double according to her works. In the cup which she has mixed, mixed double for her. In the measure that she has glorified herself and lived luxuriously, in the same measure give her torment and sorrow. But she says in her heart, I sit as queen and am no widow, for I will see so- for I will not see sorrow. Therefore her plagues will come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she will be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judges her. The kings of the earth who come committed fornication and lived luxuriously with her, will weep and lament for her when they see the smoke of her burning, standing at a distance for fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour your judgment has come. Whoa! There's a lot in there. That's a, I mean, people say Babylon was, you know, one of the most opulent places on the earth. Would you want to live there? No. No, it sounds horrifying. Yes. I guess it's all like what's happening underneath the surface. Yeah. Kind of, you know, it yeah. doesn't look as good as, you know, you think. So uh, this is a lot to unpack, but let's have a look. What do these verses tell us about Babylon the Great? Well. It's fallen. It's fallen. She's a home for demons yes. and foul spirits. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. The nations have fallen because of her. So she's she's corrupted other nations. She's, you know, got these false doctrines which she's taught to other nations and other people. Yeah. Um, I there was this word luxury that came through mm-hmm. many times. Mm-hmm. And that people lived in her luxury. They enjoyed the luxurious things that she mm-hmm. produced and gave them. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so that was – I thought that was really interesting. Well, I mean, if you think about it, if someone's trying to deceive you or corrupt you, just, you know, presenting their corruption to you in all its filthiness is not going to no. not gonna work. It's not going to make you go towards yeah. that person. You're not, not going to yeah. subscribe. No. You need to be, like, seduced a little bit. And, yeah. You, know, you need to, you know, have it be convincing and That's have it right. be attractive. And so, of course, if, you, if you're selling something horrible, you've got to dress it up pretty, pretty. Yeah. So, you know, they have this extravagant luxury, you know, this richness. Um it's, I'm I'm pretty interested because it keeps saying the kings of the world have like committed fornication, adultery with yeah, her. yeah. So and what then, do you think that means? I'm guessing it's more about the 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 false doctrines. Yeah, yeah, and they're, they're taken on board. Yeah, and uh, and they're enforcing what she's enforcing on their people as well. Well, like if you think about what adultery is, it's cheating on your mm-hmm. like on your partner right true so partner, you're yep. right like your husband and wife like and so i guess like if you think about it like you know it, jesus refers to himself as the bride mm-hmm. um and the church is oh sorry the bridegroom, bridegroom. and the yep. church is the bride yeah yeah yep. so like um you know the kings of the earth you know technically we all should be a part of the bride of mm-hmm. christ the mm-hmm. church mm-hmm. and so if they are cheating on the bridegroom with her you know committing adultery and all of that sort of stuff you know they're cheating on jesus mm-hmm. so that's where the false doctrines come in again yeah the yeah. false worship so yeah that's yeah that's a good point um and and it has a couple of warnings because it has another voice from heaven that says, "Come away from her, my people. Do not take part in her sins, or you will be punished with her." Mm. So, you know, and it, it, her sins will be piled as high as heaven. Wow, that's like a lot of sin as high as heaven. Yeah. And, um, 
Let's have a look what else. She brewed a cup of terror for others. Mm. She's not, she doesn't sound very nice. No, uh, but I thought it was interesting that um, what she says in her heart, I sit as queen and I'm no widow. I will not see sorrow. Mm. I was like, wow, what a thing to say, Some hey? denial. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. Yeah. She's in complete denial about her state. And it's almost like, you know, she just is speaking what she wants to be true, mm-hmm. but knows that it's, it's not, not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I will not see sorrow, really. Like, mm-hmm. all of us see sorrow at some point in time, but she's, like, promoting herself and her values above God. I think it's also important to recognise that, you know, while we can sit here and say, oh, this woman, she's this city, this Babylon, it sounds so horrible, it sounds so horrible, we have all at some point in our lives been part of oh, Babylon, definitely. spiritual Babylon. Yeah. And, you know, and she was so in denial about her state and oftentimes we as Christians can be in denial about our state. We think, you know, we go to church, we warm that pew, yeah. you know, we, we look good, we put money in the offering basket, yeah. but do we really have a relationship with Jesus? That's, Are we really yeah. partaking of true worship? Are we really following what he wants for our lives? That's and exactly we know, right. we know in our hearts, um, you know, that it's not true and we're, we're, just, yeah. we're just put on a front. And we're in denial like this Babylon woman is. That's it. And I think, you know, we talk up Babylon so much to be this great big thing that we, you know, that it's obvious that you're a part of, right? Mm -hmm. But like I love what you're saying. Like sometimes it's not obvious that we're a part of it. Mm -hmm. But anytime we do anything to cheat on our relationship with Jesus, Mm -hmm. to cheat, you know, when we are denying – you know, when we're committing adultery yeah. with the bridegroom, you know, yeah, yeah. that is partaking of, um, I guess, the essence of what Babylon yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. You know? We've got that Babylon spirit. Yeah, going exactly. On. Yeah. So I just, you know, we did read the second angel's message uh, yesterday. I'm just going to read it again. I know we've read it several times, but it is really good. So it's Revelation 14, verse 8, and it says, Then another angel followed him through the sky, shouting, Babylon is fallen, that great city is fallen, because she made all the nations of the world drink the wine of her passionate immorality. Mm. You know, and this is about the fall of Babylon. It's repeated here. It's repeated in Revelation 18, um, you know, verse 2. Uh, we looked at it there as well. It says again, it's fallen, it's fallen. It's this repetitive, you know, falling um, phrase. And it's an expression of just how corrupt this entity, you know, yeah. that Babylon has become. Um, and the Bible declares that before the coming of the Lord, uh, Satan will work with with all, it says in the Bible, with all power and signs and lying wonders and with all deceive, deceivabil, deceivableness. Mm-hmm. Of unrighteousness, which you know, it just means you know every single avenue, every single regard, and uh, and they that haven't you know if we haven't received the love of the uh, this love of truth, you know which is what you know we need to be saved through truth. Oh, for um, sure. You know, <coughs> oh excuse me, we're going to be left to receive a strong delusion, and yeah. we're going to end up believing lies if we don't have the truth. If we aren't following Jesus passionately, we're going to be left to believe a lie. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. The devil's working so hard on these delusions. Yeah. Look at this woman. She's like deceptive to yeah. the hilt. That's it. And like, I mean, like you don't, people don't usually go out in search of a, an adulterous relationship, right? Like mm-hmm. you kind of fall into it. You know, when you let your marriage go, when you don't, you know, um, put as much time and effort into your own marriage, it becomes easier and easier for you to, um, for people to slip into yeah. adultery. Uh-huh. And that's exactly what 
this it's exactly the same with us in Christ, you know? Like when we let our marriage to Christ, our relationship with Jesus um, go slowly and slowly, when we start putting other things before Him and don't spend enough time in His Word and in prayer, then it becomes easier and easier for us to commit that adulterous relationship with Babylon or with the world or with whatever else it looks like for us personally. Mm. Yeah, it's, and it's interesting to note um, – this this is actually it's a it's a prophecy yeah and so you know we need to have a look at all prophecies to see that not they've been fulfilled or that not mm. they're still yet to be fulfilled because that's an interesting um, people often get tripped up when they when they hear Bible prophecy because they think oh this one is still to come but sometimes you know, we have prophecies in the Bible that have been completed yeah and you can look at it as a whole so we're going to take a, a song break and we're going to come back and look at you know the fulfillment of this prophecy um, we're going to have a song this is Casting Crowns with Beulah Lands a beautiful song. Um, take a good listen to these lyrics and just have a think about, you know, where are you headed? Are you headed to Beulah Land? Take a listen. Beulah Land I'm longing for you And someday on me I'll stand Where my home shall be eternal Beulah land, sweet Beulah land I'm kind Homesick for a country where I've never been before. No sad goodbyes will there be spoken, for time won't matter. Love 
Welcome back to the breakfast show on Faith FM. We are all the way in the book of Revelation in our encounter with God. We are checking out Babylon, Armageddon, Babylon falling. What is it all about? This crazy woman that they talk about in Revelation. She sounds horrific. But, you know, a couple of seductive aspects yeah. to her. You know, she's got like a whole bunch of luxury and riches and pretty cloth and all this kind of thing. We are having a look at um, at the at the uh, at the. Oh, I'm just getting myself all confused. We're having a look at the Babylonians' fallen verses. So that's Revelation 18 verse two, and of mm-hmm. course uh, Revelation 14 verse eight, where it talks about uh, Babylon is falling. Has it already fallen? Is it already falling? What is going on? Um, but we need to understand that uh, you know Satan and is going to have uh, you know he has control of Babylon mm. or, or the future Babylon as we call it because we're hearkening back to it, like the, an ancient Babylon and and how it operated and uh, and he wants you know this false worship to be enforced mm. yeah and uh, and we did look last week at you know the mark of the beast versus the seal of the Sabbath and we learnt. Um, uh, the mark of the beast being false worship in terms of Sunday worship yeah. instead of the true Sabbath, and um, you know, and and it's not until uh, like a, a condition is reached and a union of the church with the world, uh, which you know, which will fully accomplish um, you know the mark of the beast, and it's done th- throughout Christendom, and then the fall of Babylon will be complete. Okay, so it's, it's falling, it's fallen, but yeah. it hasn't fallen all the fallen way. Fallen all yeah. the way. Yeah. So the, the change uh-huh. is a progressive one, uh-huh. and uh, and the perfect fulfillment. Of eleven uh, Revelation fourteen uh, verse eight is yet the future. Um, so whether whether that perfect fulfillment now has come, only God knows. Uh, but what we do know is that according to these texts, spiritual Babylon will one day face the judgment of God because you know because of her great evil and all her sins. And um, you know she says it said right there, you know her sins have reached unto heaven. There's piled all the way up to heaven, and, and God remembers her iniquities. Like he, yeah. you know, he knows it's it's all sitting there, um, which we read in verse eight. So this expression, uh, it re- it reflects language actually from the Old Testament about mm-hmm. ancient Babylon, um, as well. You know, if we have a look at Jeremiah fifty one verse nine, um, it's a means that it, it it means the time of judgment is yet to come. Okay. So yeah, she still she still hasn't quite fallen. Yeah, we've still got this process uh-huh. going on. It's like a, it's a progressive state. Yeah, and um. Uh, but but of course, you know this coming judgment shouldn't be surprising. Yeah, really. You know, after all, Babylon of old faced, you know, judgment. If you look at Daniel, Daniel verse Daniel chapter nine. Yeah. sorry, Daniel chapter, chapter five. Five. Yeah, I was gonna say. You know, you'll see what happened to the old Babylon. Well, we and talked about that the other day in yes, our quiz, didn't we? With indeed. the writing on the wall. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. Um, you know, in scripture, in, in numerous places, actually, it's very clear that one day. Everyone will have to answer for their deeds. Yeah, and like just going back to the um, like the Daniel chapter five or whatever, mm-hmm. um, like the judgment of Babylon. Yeah. Previous, really, the judgment of Babylon um, in the book of Daniel really was just an end of one kingdom and then beginning of another, right? That's right. So the like the beginning of the new kingdom, it went from Babylon to what, Medo-Persia? Mm-hmm. Um, the king of the Medes and the Persians, you know, kind of they got together and took over Babylon. So that was what the judgment was of them. And so really for us, like when, when Babylon 
falls and mm-hmm. the judgment takes place it's the symbolism like this it's symbolic of a new kingdom then coming you know yeah. and, and a new kingdom takes over from babylon when it falls Absolutely. and that kingdom is the kingdom of god Amen. the kingdom of heaven you know Amen. that's when we go to heaven and mm-hmm. the new jerusalem is established after the thousand years in heaven so it's the kingdom of god god will ultimately reign forever yeah when this kingdom babylon is and fallen i don't i don't want people to freak out about, about what i just said you know that, that every day one day will you know, we'll all have to answer for our deeds, in, including Babylon, mm. um, because it is actually very comforting to know that as Christians, we have an intercessor in the exactly. judgment. Yeah. You know, in the judgment who, and they will stand for us. Um, actually, let's have a look at a couple of verses about that because I, I want to comfort people because, you know, yeah. there is a judgment coming. Babylon will be judged for sure. Let's have a look at First uh, John 2 verse 1 and also Daniel 7.22. I'll have a look at Daniel 7.22. Okay. I've got First John 2.1. Um, you know, we have this intercessor. We we have uh, the love of God, and uh, and you know, we, he works for us because otherwise, you know, our fate, our fate is exactly what we read here. It's really not yeah. going to be that much better than that of Babylon. So yeah. we've just been reading what happens to her. You know, yeah. how she's destroyed. Yeah, that will be our fate if if we don't, you know, um, ask Jesus to 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 stand in in lieu of our. our That's you know, it. Done. But it's amazing that he does stand in place of Absolutely. us, isn't it? Absolutely. Okay, First John chapter two verses one. And I'm going to read chapter, uh, verse 2 too. Sure. Okay, so it says, My little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus mm. Christ the righteous, and he himself is the propitiation for our sins, and not only for ours, but also for the whole world. And that's, that's beautiful. And, and uh, Daniel 7.22 says, Until the Ancient One, the Most High, came and judged in favor of his holy people, then the time arrived for the holy people to take over the kingdom. So he mm-hmm. judges in favor of his holy people and he, he's an advocate for us. It's actually a very simple process. You know, yeah. we've all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God. We just shouldn't ask him to forgive us. We yeah. shouldn't ask him, um, you know, to stand in our place of what yeah. we've done. And he, I know it sounds incredible that we can do so much horrific stuff and then just ask Jesus to stand in place for us mm. in judgment. But the thing is, this is what he's in the business of doing. Exactly. This is what he loves to do. Yeah. This is why he came to earth and died yeah. for us, so he can do this. Yeah, that's he it. He wants to do it. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you've done. He wants to stand yeah. in place of you. He wants to. Ta- he's already taken the mm. burden and the punishment for your sins. Let him stand in place of you. Let him be your advocate. It yeah. makes his sacrifice worth it, doesn't it? Exactly. Otherwise, because it's just a waste. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you know, we can take comfort in the promise that all the injustice and the iniquity and the sin and the evil and all the horrific stuff that we see um, that seems to go unpunished now, it will all one day face final retribution by mm-hmm. God. But we also need to take comfort not only in that, um, that God is a God of justice, but that also God is a God of mercy when it comes to ourselves yeah, and our loved ones. Yeah. So he will He will judge over evil, but he will also blot out our sins if we ask That's him. right. Yeah. yeah. And then that's right. We get to just participate in the kingdom of God and in you know his mm-hmm. rulership forever and ever after that. Hey. Amen. If you would like to know more about the Bible and how to um, you know ask Jesus into your heart, it's mm-hmm. actually a very a simple process. Um, just every day when you wake up, just ask God, you know, just say, God, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. Mm. I know I can't do this by myself. I need you. I need mm. you in my heart. Please forgive me of my sins, you know, and please guide me. Yeah, that's it. And then, of course, we need to um, study our Bibles, make sure yeah. we're walking the right path, make sure we're following God's instructions for our life. Yeah, but he's so faithful, isn't mm, he? Absolutely. To lead us and guide us in that journey and mm-hmm. to, yeah, really just stand in our place Yeah, for us. Absolutely. Yeah. 
He is a, a God of infinite love, a God that would tell us that this end is coming, mm. um, tell us how it's going to be happening, how it's all going to play out, so that we don't need to be fearful of the future. Mm. We don't need to be wondering what's happening or how it's all going to go down or if something's going to happen. Yeah. We know something's going to happen. He's told us from the start all the ending. Yeah. Um, we don't need to be scared. We just need to get ourselves ready. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You know, we don't need to be scared. You know, is the boat ever going to come? Yes, the boat is coming. <laughs> just pack your bags and get ready. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. So if you would like to know more, you can contact us here at Faith FM. The number is 1-800-324-843. Give us a call. We can uh, set you up with some maybe some more in-depth studies if you like. We can um, post you some studies if you're interested to know more on the Bible. Um and, uh, and about Babylon, we're going to be studying uh, tomorrow more about Armageddon. We'll be looking into Armageddon. It's a very interesting study there. Uh, we'll be checking that all out. Um, but for now, we're going to have a song by Mark Schultz called Remember Me. And I would challenge you, you know, while you're listening to this song, ask God to remember you. Ask God into your heart. Taryn, do you want to finish with mm. prayer for us? Father in heaven, Lord, we just thank you so much for the promise that you, Jesus, are our advocate and you stand in our place in front of the Father. And we just want to ask that you um, forgive us our sins, Lord, and that you stand in each of our place, that we might not get swept away by um, Babylon, but that we will just choose to follow you each and every day, Jesus. We love you. And we pray this in your precious name this morning. Amen. If you have a question, give us a call for question of the day. 1-800-FAITH-FM.
a beautiful song i hope you were pondering and just meditating on those lyrics welcome back to faith fm breakfast show taryn how's that quiz going well no one's called in for it yet mon mm-hmm. and i thought it was super easy so i think there is a prize just ready to be given away here yeah because this next clue because is super duper, super, super this easy. next clue is so easy so get your phones ready friends get them up on facebook on instagram ready to call ready to text we are ready to receive your answers on all of these forums okay so are you ready the next clue is my brothers took the colorful robe colorful robe cough cough (laughs) that my father had given to me and then threw me into a cistern who am i Mm, who got that technicolor dream coat yeah there it is (laughs) okay question of the day yes Question of the day. You know, I um, we saw this question and I thought it was really interesting, Mon. So I'm going to uh-huh. hand it over to you because you love this segment. It's one of your favorites. What does it mean, Mon, to surrender? I love this question. I really do. Uh-huh. So um, surrender it is actually a battle term. And yes. If you, and if you think about it, it's usually a losing battle term. You know, it implies you're giving up all rights to the conqueror. So when an opposing mm-hmm. army surrenders, you know, they lay down their arms and the winners take control of them. Okay. Um, so usually you think, you know, well, so you surrender, you've lost. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's a bad term then, right? Well, actually, this is the amazing thing in the Bible. It's a flip term. So surrendering to God, you know, it kind of works the same way, but it makes you a winner. So God, oh. God has a plan for our lives and surrendering to him simply means we set aside our own plans and we eagerly seek his and the good news here is that god's plan for us is always in our best interest you know which we can look at in jeremiah 29 verse 11 where it says for i know the plans i have for you says the lord they are plans for good and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope yeah so when we surrender to god's plan um you know, we actually have a better outlook because unlike our own plans, you know, our own plans often lead to destruction, sorry. Destruction. Yeah, that's the one. Um, You know, which we learn about in Proverbs 14 verse Mm -hmm. 12. And that says, there is a path before each person that seems right, 
but it ends in death. Wow. You know, so we want to we want to trust that God is, you know, wise and um he's benevolent he's he's loving towards mm-hmm. us and he's a, he's a generous victor. So when he wins, we win. Yeah. So we surrender to him, he's the winner, but then he blesses us with his wonderful path. And there are actually different levels of surrender. Mhm. All of which affect our relationship with God. So initial surrender, you know, to the drawing of the Holy Spirit leads to salvation. And then when we let go of our own attempts to earn God's favor and rely upon, you know, the work of Jesus on our behalf, we become a child of God. And then there are times when greater surrender during a Christian's life will bring him deeper intimacy with God and greater Mm -hmm. power and service. So it's like the more areas of our life we give up to him, we let go of, we surrender to him, there's more room for the filling of the Holy Spirit. And when we filled with the Holy Spirit, we exhibit traits of his character. So the more we surrender to God, the more of our old, our horrible self-worshipping nature is replaced with that which resembles Mm -hmm. Christ. We look at the fruits of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. You know, the more we surrender to God, the more he can give us and imbue our characters with these fruits. So surrender, yes. Surrender on the battlefield I love it Might not be so great But when we surrender to God He makes us a winner Through His power He says You can't do this by yourself Let me do it for you I love it So surrender to Him He will take care of us He'll take care of our lives He'll take care of our eternal life What an answer That was amazing Mon Thank you so much So when we You know Choose to go our own way It ends in death But when we choose to go Jesus way It ends in life And when we surrender It's good This is Jason Lavick I Surrender All What an appropriate song now So enjoy
Is forgiveness, or the lack of forgiveness, eating away at you? A relationship breakdown maybe, long-term hurt, unresolved conflict. You know, it can be dealt with. If you want to break the cycle and start living a more forgiving life, Forgive to Live is a program designed to help us all improve our lives and be more forgiving. Don't let it eat away at you anymore. If you're keen to discover the power of forgiveness, why don't you take that first step and head to forgivetolive.org.au. Welcome back to Faith FM. Oh, I love that song, Jaden Lavig, yeah. I Surrender All. Just such a beautiful rendition. Probably one of my favourite songs that we play on our show. Uh, we're at the end of our program. Of course, this is the time when we give free stuff away. Mm-hmm. And Taryn, you chose out something super appropriate from the I box. did. I love sticking on theme. Yeah, it's so cool. We have an album by a David Aitken, and it is all about surrender. It is called Surrender. Beautiful. And it is a, such a – and you know, I was looking at the track listing, and it's, uh-huh. they've really stuck with um, – like a linear theme, you know, with the, if you look at the songs, they sort of go through the process, you know. Would I know you now? Your grace still amazes me. Watch the lamb. I repent. A pair of hands. Zion, we believe. My redeemer. Sorrow mixed with light. You raise me up. No more night. Jerusalem, the holy city. Just be there and the prayer. What? Yeah, They're just, amazing songs. Yeah, and it kind of follows through this, yeah. sort of, you know, this progression as if we, you know, if we were surrendering. That's beautiful. Um, what that would look like. So this is an actually a stunning album and uh, if you haven't heard David Aitken's music go check it out he's yeah. an incredible singer such a Aww. voice um, I've, I've been listening to him for years just yeah. really such a blessing if you would like a copy of this album give us a call now 1-800-324-843 is the number which is 1-800-FAITH-FM of course you can message us on Facebook if, if that's easier for you our uh, name is Faith FM Australia and uh, you can also message us through any of our social media, uh, Instagram, we're Faith Event Live. We even have Twitter. You can tweet at us, tweet, tweet. Um, and you can even message us just a regular text message, 0491064669. If you would like a copy of the Surrender album, certainly help someone, you know, to be more mindful yeah. about surrendering. We did That's just it. learn about surrender, so. And that yeah. it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yes. As long as we're surrendering to the right person. We That's have to right. remember. It, whether or not we like it, we all surrender to one of two options. You're right. And you want to make the best option. You want to choose Jesus. You want to surrender to him, but he won't force you, which is why the default option is the devil. Yeah. So, you know, Jesus will never force you. He wants you to make an you know an active decision of your own accord. Yeah. Give us a it. call if you want that. Also, give us a call if you'd like to know more about the Bible. If you have any questions, we're happy to answer and hook you up with uh, more Bible knowledge. We love the Bible. We love talking about the Bible. We love sharing the Bible, which is why we're on air. That's it. And we hope you have a wonderful day. Uh, of course, there's going to be more great programming coming up after this. And uh, we'll be back as ever tomorrow morning after the 7 o'clock news. Tarrant, as much as I want to experience an earthquake, I really hope that you don't have an earthquake today. And I hope that you don't have any earthquakes yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, please keep in prayer all our earthquake yes, victims around the definitely. world. And um, and I'm, I'm so excited to have you back tomorrow. Yes. For Wednesday. Hump day, or as I like to say, clay day. Um, <laughs> we should check out on our Insta story what I mean by that. Um, but have a wonderful day. We'll be back tomorrow. See you then. Why?
What wondrous love is this, O oh my soul, O oh my soul? What wondrous love is this, O oh my soul? What wondrous love is this that caused the Lord of bliss to bear the dreadful curse for my soul, for my soul? To bear the dreadful curse for my soul. What wondrous love is this, O oh my soul, O oh my soul? What wondrous love is this, O oh my soul? What wondrous love is this that caused the Lord of bliss to bear the dreadful curse for my soul, for my soul? To bear the dreadful curse for my soul. When I was sinking down, sinking down, sinking down. When I was sinking down, sinking down. When I was sinking down beneath God's righteous frown. Christ laid aside his crown for my soul, for my soul. Christ laid aside his crown for my soul. And when from death I'm free, I'll sing on, I'll sing on. And when from death I'm free, I'll sing on. And when from death I'm free, I'll sing and joyful be. And through eternity, I'll sing on, I'll sing on. And through eternity, I'll sing on. What wondrous love is this, O oh my soul, O oh my soul? wondrous love is this, oh, what wondrous love is this? What wondrous love is this that caused the Lord of this to bear the dreadful curse for my soul, for my curse to bear the dreadful.